Hi there, I'm Anne-Marie McQueen, editor of Live Healthy, and this is the Live Healthy podcast. Each week we interview health and wellness leaders and talk about all the things that are good for you, which you can also read about in our online magazine, the only one of its kind for men and women in the UAE. This week, I'm speaking to Bulent Cygnus. He's a landscape architect and the project manager for all the thousands of plants and trees that populate the Expo 2020 site. 65% of those are local varieties, and he literally scoured the country for them. Bulent tells us about putting together all the greenery that you see at that site, taking care of it, his favorite moments, and his hardest ones too. And he also gives us some gardening tips. Oh, and how do I say your name? Bulent? My name is Bulent. Bulent, Cygnus. Bulent, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay. Well, it's I'm, re- I'm Turkish. Uh, there is a letter uh, U with the two point on the dot, uh, dot on the top. So it is U in Turkey. So it's Bülent. pronounced Bülent. Yeah. Bülent Signus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's your exact title at Expo 2020? I'm, uh, I'm project manager for UPPR project. UPPR stands urban planning and public realm. Okay. But I'm background is I'm landscape architect. That is your that is your training. That is your background as landscape yes. architect. And how long have you been with Expo? Uh, almost four years. Okay, so yeah, yeah, I start from the design design stage. Okay, so can you just talk to me a little bit about what the vision was for the green landscape of Expo when you came on board? Uh, when I came on board. Actually, what we did, uh, Expo is consists of different, different projects. Uh, but in uh, but it's a program, I mean, combination of uh, many projects. So what we did, uh, and each project has a different designer. So we collect uh, the plant list from the, each project, and we, uh, we, we developed our master plant list. So with the numbers, each plant, uh, the quantity, uh, what is the specification, the size, uh, the root ball size, uh, etc. Uh, and the plan was we should use as many as native plants uh, as we can. So when you're, so you're, you're the, the plan and the, and the guidance was use as many native plants as you can. Did you know anything about native plants in the UAE? Uh, I, I mean, I've been in UAE since uh, almost 15 years. Uh, yes, I knew, uh, but not this much. So you've had because, an- uh, I, Yes, it, it was a long journey uh, for me also for uh, to know about to experience the native plants, uh, but because the, the native plants is normally you see, you don't see much uh, on the landscape, especially in public public realm uh, projects. Uh, you see on the desert, or for example, after the first rain, uh, it starts growing. And then summer comes, when summer comes, they die back. And then next year, if there's a rain, it's uh, come back again. 
So uh, it was a challenging part uh, of the plantation for Expo. Right. So how many, okay, so how did you go about learning about the plants and deciding what plants to include in Expo? So uh, when we received our plant list, there was approximately, uh, as I remember, 90, 95 different species and different native uh, species. But when we check what is available at, uh, in the market, it was just few. Uh, so then we should have developed uh, the plan. Uh, so one is uh, to propagate them. But in order to propagate, we should have the seeds. But the seeds also is not available. And then we find in Sharjah, uh, there's a, a UAE seed bank. So we went there. Yes, we, meet, we met some uh, professor. We give them a list. Uh, and when they check the list, they said, okay, this uh, seed, yes, we have, but this we don't have. And then uh, approximately we find 60, 65% uh, what we are looking for. Uh, and then the rest, we look at the nurseries. They are uh, not the big nurseries, but small nurseries who propagate uh, native plants. But these are not professional nurseries. So what they do, they go to deserts, they just uh, take the plants and uh, propagate. This is what they do. Uh, and, and then we replace uh, some of uh, the plants that we couldn't find. Uh, with the similar uh, similar native plants, and this is how we uh, achieve uh, our target. So right now in Expo, there are approximately 75 to 80 uh, native uh, plants, uh, and they are all doing fine. Oh, that's great. Now, where did you grow them originally before the site was ready? Uh, the, as I said, there are some small nurseries. Uh, we made a deal with them. So they propagate for us. And there are some uh, we propagate in our nursery. In Expo, we have a nursery the size of 22 hectares. It means uh, roughly 22 football stadium. Wow. OK. Yes. So uh, all the plants that uh, gone to site, it passed through uh, the nursery. Our nursery is not a propagation nursery. It's a maintenance nursery. Because our main, uh, our supplier is Dubai municipality. Okay. So uh, what we did uh, when we get the plant list, we gone, uh, me personally, I visited almost each and every nursery in UAE, uh, from Sharjah to Ras Al-Kaima to the Saudi border, uh, Abu Dhabi, Liva. How many? Uh, How many birds? A lot. A like lot. Dozen? A lot. I mean, the, more, more than this. <laughs> okay. More than this. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, when we find what we are looking for, we went to DM. We tell them, uh, we find the plants in this, this, this nursery. Please source for us. And DM uh, procure them and send back to our nursery. In Expo, we maintain them. Uh, that's why when you go to the nursery, uh, to uh, Expo, the trees are looking similar because we maintain them and we shape them uh, as uh, what we want. Okay. So uh, 22 hectare is a quite big, uh, big uh, as a size. But uh, believe me, in the middle of the project, uh, especially when the COVID, uh, before the COVID, uh, I, we thought that the, it will not 
sufficient uh, for Expo, mm -hmm. but we, uh, somehow we manage. Okay, so it's crowded in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how how many? Okay, so first of all, can you just tell me have some of those species? What did you learn about them that surprised you, or is there anything that's like you like to tell people about some of those plants in the in the uh, and working on it? Especially when we plant them, uh, first of all, the water water requirement. So. If you mix the native plants with uh, adaptive plants, of course, the water requirement of the native plant is less than uh, the other. So you need to split uh, the irrigation. Uh, so irrigation, it, it was one of the challenge for us. Okay. Uh, the other thing is normally those plants are living in the sand. Uh, they don't need any, they don't have any uh, organic fertilizer or something, but of course, we uh, add lots of, uh, not lots of, but uh, organic fertilizer, and uh, they did pre pretty, pretty much, uh, pretty good. But uh, when it's come to the maintenance, I saw that some of the uh, plants they don't like trimming, for example. Oh. Okay. Yeah. When you when you trim them, they start to die back, and uh, if you uh, if you take care of them, they again. Uh, grow, but uh, some of them they don't like uh, trimming. They like to grow wild. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. These kind of things we experience uh, during our plantation. How do you figure this out, Bulent? Like, when you say, do you just kind of say, "Oh, this these plants aren't doing very well"? Like, what's the problem? It's almost like little kids. Like, okay, well, what are we doing? Like, how does that? How do you figure that out? Every, every day I walk the site. Every single day, I walk. I, I walk the site. Uh, I mean, I can say I know each and every plant planted in Expo. Okay. <laughs> and uh, normally we work around nine nine hour a day or ten hour a day. Uh, almost <laughs> every day, six to seven hour. I was I was at site. Okay, get your steps in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How many? Um, how many actual plants when, and trees when we're walking through Expo are we seeing? What, what's the total number? Uh, yeah, I can say uh, around 14,000 uh, trees. Uh, they are different size, but uh, most of them is in the, like decent size uh, okay. trees, mature trees. Uh, and 2,500 palm trees. Dead palms, uh, and they are big. They are eight and six meter clear trunk, uh, roughly sixty percent uh, eight meter and forty percent uh, six meter clear trunk, and about three point five million shrubs and ground cover. Wow! And understory planting. This is big. This number is really big. Yeah. Really big. What should people watch for when they're walking? Like, could you just tell them a little, a few plants to look out for? I, we know the date palms, but something that they might, you know, be able to recognize. Uh, uh, I, I mean, they, uh, for example, the gaff trees, gaff trees, uh, if you walk in the gaff avenue, mm -hmm. uh, you'll see big, uh, major gaff trees. We transplant them from Mishur Park. From it what? Took us from Mishur, Mishur Park. Mishur Park is, uh, a uh, park in the, uh, in, in the city. 
for example, if there is any construction activities and they should remove some gaff trees, they, they remove and send to Mission Park. This is how uh, they, they built. Uh, so we transplanted 460 gaff trees. These are roughly six to eight meters uh, height. And we did that without pruning, without pruning them. Normally, when you transplant, uh, you cut the roots. It means you need to cut the uh, canopy, you need to reduce the canopy as well. But it took us around six months to make them ready uh, to go to site. So we cut the roots, uh, we put them in a box, uh, and then we keep them in, the, uh, in Mishu Park and four months, and then we transplant uh, to Expo. Uh, with the, I can say the, among 460, only three gap trees is dead. Oh, you it's only a, it's a big success. Yes, it's a really big success. How tricky is it to move plants around? Like, what do you have to watch out for when you're moving them? Uh, I mean, as I said, the, the, the canopy. I mean, we need to remove the canopy. We need to remove the roots. Uh, but these are old trees. And the, the difficulty with gaff trees, gaff trees has a deep root. So if it's different than if you remove in some uh, public area or in the desert. For example, in the desert, uh, they produce more roots uh, to find the water. Yeah. So it means uh, if it's in a public area, it means it's irrigated and the root system, it's uh, around the root, root balls. Okay. So you have more chance uh, to, to survive. Okay, and tell me about like uh, the the care and maintenance of them during Expo. Like, how much are you watering them? How many people are taking care of them? What's involved in that process? Uh, in the maintenance, we have a big big team. Uh, normally, we are working at night after Expo uh, closed. Uh, we get in. Uh, we do the we do the maintenance. Uh, we have a team approximately seventy uh, people. Uh, and we we water. I mean, we have a uh, irrigation system, uh, full automatic irrigation system. Uh, we can monitor the flow. We can monitor the timing. Uh, if there is any leakage, we can see from the our system. Uh, like for the gaff tree, normally uh, it's forty to sixty liter per day. Uh, and for the palm trees, it's about uh, hundred to hundred. 20 liter per day. Uh, for the shrubs is 12 liter, uh, and for the ground cover it's 10 liter, 10 liter per day. But uh, right now because it's uh, uh, winter time, so uh, the system reduces automatically. Uh, and also when it's, if there's any rain, uh, the system cut the cut the water automatically. So what's the total water uh, requirement say per day? Uh, I, I I don't have the number now. I mean, I, I didn't check recently. Uh, I don't have the number, but uh, we have a TAC uh, TAC water line. It's a treated treated uh, water from from Dubai municipality. So we use uh, treated water. Okay, and I know sustainability is a big like is a big a goal of Expo. So a common complaint when people see greenery in the UAE is they say, oh, all the water that's being wasted to keep it alive. Like what's your, how do you sort of balance those two things? Uh, uh, first of all, we use treat treated water. Uh, and what does that mean treated water? Like it's, it's, is it gray water? Is it like some of, or, or what? 
Yes, I mean, uh, Dubai has a network uh, for treated uh, water. Whatever we use in uh, water, it goes to the system, it's uh, treated, and it's come back to uh, landscape. Okay. So there's a separate net landscape network, irrigation network for the landscape uh, on, the, on the city. So we use uh, treated, uh, treated uh, water. And also, uh, because we use lots of native uh, plants, so our water requirement is re reduced. Okay. Yeah. What did you want people to think when they were walking through Expo? Like, did you want them to just see green? Did you want, is there a way you drew their eye? Because I know landscape architect, like it's landscape, it's very, you know, there's a science and an art to it. What was your mm -hmm. like vision for that? First of all, when they walk on site, they will see um, many plants that they've never seen before uh, in, in, in the public public area. Uh, like we have uh, lots of uh, Leptodon Leptodenia, Caligonum, Arva Javanica, those plants you can see on the, on, on the desert. And uh, I think the desert, plant, desert plants are b b beautiful. Really, when they when they bloom, uh, they they look really beautiful. Uh, and also, there there are lots of adaptive plants uh, that bloom in the winter. Uh, and also, as I said, gaff tree, palm trees, uh, and there are also. Uh, I will talk about sustainability pavilions separately because it's uh, different uh, than others. Okay, yeah, why don't we talk about sustainability pavilion? Because it's something else to see. So can you just tell me like what, where, where did the concept originate with all the greenery there and what will people see and what was your vision, all that? Mm -hmm. uh, sustainability mainly it consists of uh, a lot of native plants and also there's lots of crops, vegetables uh, planted in uh, sustainability pavilion. Like on the back side, we have... Uh, uh, vegetable garden, like we grow tomato, uh, we grow uh, rosemary, pepper, watermelon, lemongrass, sugarcane, uh, and lots of crops. Uh, I mean, even if you go now, you can see the tomatoes are fruiting. Fruiting. The tomatoes are fruiting. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, you can see lots of tomato, uh, tomato and pepper. You're growing tomatoes. Uh, You're growing tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kids can pick pick it up and eat it even. <laughs> what about some of the grasses I saw there? Like, there's just some really wild looking, like beautiful grasses. Where are those from? Yes, they're, they're also local local uh, grasses. Uh, only we have lemongrass uh, in the vegetable garden area, but the rest uh, the grass are uh, native from uh, from the uh, UAE flora and fauna. Okay. Wow. Um, and are you are you giving talks and teaching people about all this stuff as well as taking care of all these plants? Because I heard you speak yes. at a World Majlis and you spoke. You were in the audience, but you were mesmerizing when you talked about this. Like, are, are you kind of traveling around trying to get the word out? Yeah. I mean, yes, we do because I see people standing on some of the um, some of the plants and looking at the plants. Uh, and if I'm close. Uh, I explained them, and also there are some tag on the plants right. that people can uh, know know about it. And there's also one plant that I want to talk about. Uh, we we grow coffee. You grow coffee. In sustainability pavilion, yes, in sustainability uh, pavilion. What kind? What kind uh, of and 
this coffee coffee arabica uh, first when uh, when the idea comes from the designer we said uh, we didn't think that we can grow coffee uh, in uae but uh, have you visited the, uh, the sustainability pavilion on yes. the ground ground floor there's one coffee one area that uh, they show the coffee so when you look at the window uh, the plant that you see outside the window uh, these are coffee amazing uh, yeah these areas are protected uh, from the wind, uh, also from the uh, sun. So they have lots of shade. Uh, so uh, we grow coffee and it is growing. <laughs> and last summer they didn't die. So <laughs> this is what I'm wondering. How much of your time is spent just like worrying about these plants? Like, how do you deal with that? A lot, a lot, a, oh. a lot, a lot. It, 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 it was really painful. It was really <laughs> painful. <laughs> Uh, for example, there's another thing that I want to talk about, Alvastel Dome. Uh, because Alvastel Dome is uh, shaded, so we didn't know how the plant will react uh, inside. And I'll just say Alvastel dome, dome is the big dome in the middle. That's the centerpiece yes. of that. Oh, okay. okay. Yes. And it, it's covered uh, with the fabric. So they don't get enough sunlight uh, inside, especially on the uh, next to the on the center area next to the stage. And also we have one row of palm trees around. Uh, you know, the palm trees are, uh, should, should be exposed to sunlight, uh, full sunlight. Uh, what we did, when we take the plant list, we said that we cannot uh, plant them directly. So we need, to do, we need to find out, figure out how they will react. Yeah, so we did a mock-up in our nursery. Yeah. We find a similar fabric. Yeah, with the same transparency. Uh, and we plant the trees, uh, two of each species under the uh, fabric. It, it was about uh, like a 30 meter by, no, 40 meter by 40 meter area. And uh, after some time, some of the plants, uh, they made it, and some of them didn't make it. So this is how we uh, start planting in Alvastel Dome. Okay, okay. And some and some of them didn't make it. And what did you? And then how did you? Well, extrapolate? We just replaced. Yeah, we, we just replaced with uh, some similar similar species. Okay, but do you feel like sad when that happens? Like, do you think, oh, like? <laughs> no, I mean, it, uh, we have a limitation. If you have a limitation, it's okay. I mean, okay. you just replace with some something else. Yeah. And so there's tags on some of the plants. Are you hoping that pe people will be become more interested in local plants? Because they always say you should try to grow these plants. And what would your advice be for people that might get inspired when they come to Expo about how to find some of these plants for themselves? Uh, uh, I think that now the nurseries are start growing them. Not all, but some easy plants uh, the plant that easy uh, can be propagated, so they start to grow, uh, they start growing them. Or what they can do whenever they see something, when they go to desert, they can collect some seeds and they can try uh, themselves. Okay, can you can you grow from like? Could you take a cutting of a plant? I know that's a little bit dicey here in the UAE. Some of, some of them, some of them, yes, to grow with the cutting. Uh, also, of course, you, you cannot grow the cutting uh, in the middle of the summer. So you should do in the little bit colder colder time, and also uh, some of them grow uh, from the seeds. Okay, some of them grow from the seeds. 
Okay. Now, now what's the legacy? Like I know is the, are all those plants going to stay there when I know there's a big plan for the Expo 2020 site or all those plants going to stay there? Is your job going to continue maintaining them? Do you know what your plan is for that? Uh, on the legacy, of course, we know some of the areas are going to be removed. Like for example, car parks. Uh, we have the trees in the plant box in the car parks. We'll just take them, uh, keep in the nursery, and we're gonna use them back uh, on on the legacy. So whatever is going to be removed, which area is going to be removed, first we will enter, we will remove the uh, trees, uh, shrubs, we will keep them in the nursery, maintain them, and we will reuse them uh, on the legacy. So it's not going to be lost. Okay. And then that site's going to stay the way, it's going to it's going to change a little bit, but the plants yes. are going to stay on there. Yeah. When you look back, yeah. what was one of the most beautiful, gratifying moments of this project? Uh, there is a lot, but uh, there's one tree. Uh, I will send you the picture. It's, I have a picture. Uh, I'm a very look small guy. Uh, and you look at the size of the trees. I think this, this is the biggest gap tree ever plant, transplanted in Expo. Uh, we removed them from Al Jaddaf. Jaddaf is uh, somewhere in the old uh, Dubai. Uh, and it was about like a 20 meter big, big tree. Uh, we plant in North Park, uh, in uh, Al Forsan Park. And now it's it's doing very fine. It's doing very fine. So right. whenever I walk over there, I, I, I get proud of it. Oh, that's awesome. What was the time that you were like, this is a disaster. We're never going to be able to come back from it. Like, what was the, uh, the, one of the hardest therapist times? <laughs> uh, I, mean, uh, I think for me, the, the hardest, uh, the, the first site visit I had on uh, when I joined uh, Expo in 2018. So because there was only a thematic district, three thematic district, and few uh, few uh, footing for the light poles. The rest was desert. Mm -hmm. I really scared. I really scared. I mean, to, to transform this area uh, on a world-class entertainment, it, it was really scary. But uh, we did it. I mean, we slowly, slowly we developed, uh, and the result, I think, it's uh, it's okay. Oh, it's amazing, plant by plant. Now, one of the things you notice when you're walking through is that there's actual bees there. Do you have anything to do with the bees? Uh, actually, we didn't do anything with the bees, but uh, they came. They, <laughs> they just, they, they just, they just came. And not only the bees, uh, also the parrots and lots of birds. Uh, I, I remember uh, one time uh, when I was in nursery. I think the birds come for breakfast. <laughs> In the six o'clock in the morning, when you clap your hands, uh, there was thousands of birds fly in the same in, in, in the same time. Uh, yes, we attract lots of uh, lots of animals, uh, birds, bees in the uh, to Expo, and right now we are harvesting uh, honey from the Expo bees. No way. Yes. Yes. That's amazing. Where's that honey going to go? Uh, the, uh, I, I think we called it uh, Expo Honey. 
we box them, uh, we, we put them in a jar, so it's, uh, it is there. And what were you doing before Expo Bulent? Where were you working? Uh, as I said, I've been here since uh, 13 years uh, in UAE. Uh, I work in uh, EO engineer's office. Uh, I work in Qatar for three years uh, for consultancy. Uh, again, landscape. The whole my life uh, since I graduated in 1999, uh, I work as a, a landscape, landscape architect. What drew you to this? What Did you always love plants like when you were young or like how did you knew, know that you wanted to do this? Uh, actually, what happened when I uh, when I get into landscape architect, you uh, know, university, uh, I start to work uh, on my uh, summer. So this is how I get into plants. Uh, so I start and I start to love it, and it's, it's continue. Yeah. What is the thing you love the most about plants? Like it's a silly question, but I'm just curious. Like, what do you love? No. No, no, because they are alive. So if you show them love, they love you. They uh, they show love uh, to you. Oh, that's beautiful. And can you just tell me when you, I'm sure you showed some of the HEs when they came to Expo and it was probably nerve wracking. Like, did you have any reaction from some of um, like the rulers in the country when they when they walked to the site and they saw the plants? And not me, but I, I hear from the, uh, the directors. So the, the people are happy on the on the landscape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this well, is what I hear. Well, that must be that must have been a big relief. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you so much. This is just wonderful to have, to speak to you about this. And I hope when people walk through Expo, they'll stop and look. And, and notice all of the work that you've done that's gonna be there for years to come. Thank you. Thank, thank you very much, thank you. That's it for this week. If you liked the podcast, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. We'll see you next time on the Live Healthy Podcast.